Welcome to How to Save Your Marriage with Nicola Beer, a full show of tips and practical strategies to repair, rebuild, and strengthen your relationship. If you are currently stuck, wondering if your marriage can be saved, or you know you want to save it, but don't know how to go about changing it, this show is for you. To book your free marriage strategy session with Nicola, get the free marriage ebook or donate. If you are enjoying the show and want to help keep it flowing, visit www.nicolabeer.com. Hi and welcome. I'm so happy you're here because you are taking action to make your life better. Today I'm going to be talking about what to do after your husband or wife has cheated on you. Infidelity can do a lot of damage to your self-esteem and confidence. Whether or not the person your wife or husband has cheated on is someone who others consider attractive and sexy or cheap and ugly. It hurts so, so much. Many people often wonder, am I looking too old? Am I not good enough in bed? Have I lost my sex appeal? Am I too fat? Is it because I've put on weight? Is it because I have a low libido that they have cheated on me? And the first thing I recommend that you do to protect your self-esteem and confidence is to let go of self-criticism. Sadly, every man and woman I've supported to get through infidelity compares themselves to the affair partner. So I always remind them that Their affair is never their fault. People cheat because of their own decisions. Cheaters can be led by pull factors, someone enticing them, offering them excitement and pleasure, and because of push factors like low self-esteem, unable to address factors they're not happy with in the relationship in a constructive way. And sometimes it's because they are needing to escape their current reality. So it's very important to stop the comparing and start loving yourself more than ever. Especially if you're living in fear of them cheating again. And I'll be honest, it's not easy getting past an affair. But there are things that you can both do to heal the marriage. What's really interesting is that often marriages don't end because of infidelity. They end because of how infidelity is dealt with. Often this is the continued dishonesty when the cheater attempts to hide what happened and then after being consistently confronted they break down and tell more of the truth because they realise, oh, I'd better tell everything and this makes things worse because when given the opportunity to tell the full truth they didn't take the opportunity and lies after asking for complete honesty causes more problems in the marriage. If you've made the decision to save your relationship, to repair the marriage after infidelity and see what gifts infidelity can bring to you as individuals and to the marriage, that's absolutely great. And if you're unsure what to do, don't be hard on yourself. The answer will come. The best thing to do is to be patient with yourself and take the pressure off, to go with the flow until you know what is best and take some action for yourself it's only by doing something that you get the answer thinking over what has happened again and again will not make you feel 
closer to working out whether to save your marriage or not. People end up feeling more tired, more fed up and hopeless that way. The only way to know if a marriage can be saved after an affair is to work on rebuilding the trust and see if the trust and connection starts to get better. You won't know if you can trust your partner again unless you can take the necessary steps to seeing if they're willing to put in the effort, to seeing if you can open your heart and let them in again. You can't work that out by doing nothing. And unfortunately, that's what people tend to do. They tend to overthink. They think, I'll take some time off work and think about it. I'll go and stay with a friend and think about it. I need you to move out to think about it. But thinking about it just sends people round and round in a spiral of repetitive thoughts and they get no clarity on whether they want to make the marriage work or whether they can make the marriage work. Rebuilding an affair, proof marriage, often starts with the person who has cheated making changes in order to reignite the love and connection. This includes attending things like affair recovery programs, online marriage support, these action steps, learning information, doing different things is a great way to start. However, it's important to remember that as much as the person who has cheated needs to make changes, so does the person who has been cheated on. As a marriage doesn't get closer or communication better long term, if only one person is doing everything, if one person is putting in all the energy and effort. Of course, short term, someone can make amazing strides to save the marriage just by themselves, but long term, you both want to be changing the way you connect and communicate. Sadly, discovering that your husband or wife has cheated on you can bring out more unpleasant truths about the marriage, especially if you're being blamed for their part in the affair. So essential is creating a plan to move forward. Building your confidence and working on your individual happiness is also essential. If you've decided that you really want your relationship to work after an affair, I'm going to share some steps now that you can take alone and together to do something rather than nothing. These will help you build a stronger foundation. Just like my affair recovery program, I've designed it so that a couple don't just survive infidelity, they thrive after infidelity. So these may sound basic and obvious, however, it's always good to have a refresh of the essential key things that we need to do after an affair. The first is honesty. Honesty is key after infidelity. Something a lot of people who have been betrayed feel is that they would rather know the full truth of infidelity at the beginning, from the outset, than finding out things later on. They need to hear and know everything to be able to move forward in most cases so that they know what they are working through. However, it is not uncommon for the person who has cheated to feel scared to tell the full truth but the consequence of this is they end up creating more lies and make it harder and harder for trust to be rebuilt. Be sure to explain in order for your marriage to be saved everything. Give the full truth. No matter how scared you are that they may leave you, 
for good. No matter how worried you are, it may hurt them even more. Being lied to, again, is even more painful. And what you also have to remember is, if you've just been cheated on, you're going to be extra sensitive to lies. You're going to be able to tell if someone's lying to you. And the chances are you know your husband or wife so well, it's just not even worth entertaining the idea of holding back information and lying about it. Sadly, I would say this happens more often than not. Don't be one of those couples. The second thing to realise and to take on board is that difficult conversations are inevitable after the affair. So getting some advice and support on communication tips to talk through difficult issues is really important. Everyone deals with infidelity and affairs in different ways. It's not always easy to talk through the difficult questions. And in most cases, it's better to get all of these conversations done in the first few days of the discovery of the affair, not leaving them for later. And of course, you're you need to be able to answer what is the status of the affair? How did it end? Has it ended? Did it end because you got caught? Was it going to end anyway? Why did you cheat? A lot of people need to know why. And this helps them to understand if you're going to cheat again if they know why. It's one of those pieces in the puzzle that a lot of people need to understand fully. Sometimes I've worked with men or women and they don't really know why. And then we go through why they have cheated and look at that together. It's also about assessing the relationship. Were there any gaps in the relationship that the affair managed to break through? And how can you close those gaps? Getting out all the questions that you need to answer is important. And giving space for all the answers to come. Because sometimes people don't have the answers. Sometimes I've worked with a lot of men and women who have been sent by their husband or wife because they don't know why they cheated. And so we go through why they've cheated and we look at it in in detail. Sometimes people aren't even aware or don't have that answer to give to their spouse. And it's always good to remember that withholding information doesn't help the relationship, even if you feel that you're trying to protect them. Because often people will make up their own stories in their head for why the affair has happened or how much you were into the affair, the details. And often people think worse things have happened than actually have. They'll make up their own images and painful thoughts. The third thing to really be aware of is that forgiveness is a process and can take time. There are no shortcuts to a happy marriage after an affair. Forgiveness takes time. And forgiveness often happens in waves. And some people feel like there's no way I'm forgiving, I'm never forgiving them. But then they carry that anger and hurt and resentment with them and this hurts them physically, emotionally and mentally. So when I work with somebody, I ask them, are you willing to forgive the heart and the soul of your husband or wife? And sometimes people will say yes. And if they say no to that, I say, are you willing to begin to forgive? Are you willing to start the forgiveness process? Remembering that forgiveness is not condoning their behaviour and forgiveness is not forgetting their behaviour. Forgiveness is saying, I'm not going to carry this with me any longer. 
It's deciding to free yourself from anger, anxiety and stress inside you. And I have coaching steps on letting go of forgiveness as well as a forgive and let go meditation which can really help people to become free. The next thing is really don't be scared to seek for help. A lot of couples will go through infidelity and cheating on their own and find out five months later or seven months later that they still feel exactly the same anger, pain, hurt, resentment that they felt when they first discovered it. And that is because they're not getting the right help to become free. Of course, I totally get that privacy is an issue, that you may be worried that friends and family might know your business or say the wrong thing and make things worse or may hate your husband or wife and you don't want them to have a negative impression of your husband or wife when you're trying to save the relationship. And that's why online relationship counselling can be a really good idea because someone online living in a different city or country isn't going to know you. You're not going to bump into them. You're not going to see them in the street. And that can make people have a lot more comfort and peace about how they're feeling, what they're struggling with, what's happened. And repairing can be a lot easier because if you can't be honest with people fully, it's hard to help people to recover. And if you really can't even muster up the energy or the confidence to speak to anybody, then getting an audio program of some kind where you can do something to save your relationship, but where you don't even need to be talking about it out loud, that can also be a great option. And that's why I made my Affair Recovery audio program available just as an audio program. So people don't even have to speak to anybody. They can just download it and start getting support. And there may be other Affair audio programs that you can find online as well. So go and have a look at them. I'll put the link to mine along with this show and just see, okay, does this appeal to you? Are these steps useful? Do you think it could benefit you? If you do, great. If you don't, then search for another one. Or feel free to email me if there's a topic suggestion you would like me to cover in a podcast or a YouTube video. I'd be happy to to do that if if I can. And I just want to say that guided meditations can really help people with infidelity to cope. It can help get rid of pesky thoughts and images that you may be holding in your mind. Sometimes this is men where they feel so guilty for what they've done or women where they feel so much regret for the affair that they've had. Sometimes it can be feeling more calm and confident in yourself and in your body. Sometimes it can be about sleeping better. Sometimes it can be about getting out of depression after an affair as affair depression can be quite common for both the cheater and the person that's been cheated on. And these can just calm your mind when you sleep, listening to something to just help switch off focusing your thoughts and your emotions on the affair. And my last thing to share that what you can expect when saving a relationship after an affair or 
working on yourself after an affair is accepting that change is inevitable. There's going to be changes in the way that you approach your husband or wife. You may see your marriage completely differently now. Maybe you were a person who idolised marriage before and now your husband or wife cheating has thrown your marriage ideals out of the window. It's important not to punish yourself for these changes. It's about acceptance, supporting yourself through the changes. The main focus is to work on making yourself happier, your life happier, whatever those changes may be. Dealing with infidelity can be a lonely journey, especially if you've decided not to share with anyone you know about it. But you don't have to go it alone. Private help is available. If you'd like to read more from the people that I've helped to save their marriage after infidelity, then I'm going to put my Affair Recovery Programme link along with this episode so you can see for yourself if it appeals to you. It's available as a downloadable audio, so you don't even have to speak to anyone if you don't want to. And it's also available as a one-to-one private coaching package with me, either for one individual the cheater or the cheated on or for couples. There's there's sort of three different offerings that I have, some that help people decide what to do after they've been cheated on, steps that you can do to help your husband or wife heal if you've cheated on them and you want to make it up and you want to save the marriage and actions that you can take together to come together and to be happier. So just remember to be patient with yourself and each other. Accept that you may be triggered by each other's behaviour on the phone, on emails, things like that. Accept that maybe other people's weddings are a trigger or your anniversaries might cause pain or if you see someone cheating on the TV, in a movie. And sometimes people can get really hurt by what was happening when the affair was going on in their life. And with these triggers, it can be difficult to know what to do. It's important to talk, share and be there for each other. And know that those days will pass. From my heart to yours, thank you so much for listening. If you're really struggling with this area and would like to talk to me, please visit my website, nicolabeer.com. I'll be happy to offer you a free 20-minute consultation to look at how to help you get through this. Wishing you strength, courage and love. Bye. Thank you for listening to How to Save Your Marriage with Nicola Beer. To book your free marriage strategy session today, you can visit www.nicolabeer.com where you can also get the free marriage fixing ebook, request a topic for the show and make a donation if the show has been of benefit to you and you want to help keep it going. We wish you an amazing love-filled day ahead. <laughs>